Alright guys, Dr. Roger Pinehead here, the study doc, and this is the Dominate Pre-Med Show, giving you the tools, the strategies, the insight, the push you need to become your best as a pre-med and to get into medical school and to live your doctor dreams. Today, we are continuing our series talking about the changes to USMLE Step 1 and what they mean for you as a student who's trying to become the type of doctor you want to be in the place you want to be, right? Getting that all-elusive great residency. Today, who man, who man. This is the first step you need to take to overcoming the change to step one, pass, fail. If you are ready to start making progress, to start planning for your future, tune in right now, guys. Put everything else down you're doing and listen to this episode because I'm about to bring it, y'all. Here we go. This is the Dominant Pre-Med Show. Let go. But stop making excuses. Stop whining. Stop. Right? Get at it. No excuses. Just dominate. And let's start with step one, not step one, the test, but step one, what you have to do. The first thing is you recognize that step one is not the most important thing now. What's the most important thing? Step two, CK. So now step two, CK will eventually, it's going to take some time because people have to adjust to what that scale is, but step two, CK is going to replace step one. And I said this in yesterday's video. The whole reason they left step two CK as a graded score is they are actually hoping that it becomes a new step one. And the reason they're hoping this is because it's clinically related test, which makes much more sense to evaluate clinical residents on their clinical test taking skills. But since every other board, every other USMLE test is what? Clinically related. I said all this yesterday. So now that we recognize that, we have to address how students are going to get prepared for step two CK. And the question I ask all of you guys, and this is a serious question because most of you guys on here are not medical students, but medical students who are on here, you guys can comment. In your preclinical years for my medical students or in your undergrad or in your graduate school classes for my pre-meds, how many of you guys felt like you had an abundance of free time outside of studying for your classes? How many of you guys feel busy? How many of you guys feel overwhelmed? How many of you guys feel time strapped on a regular basis as you make your way through pre-med or you make your way through the preclinical years of medical school? Answer this question. I want you to put it in the box because it's not about me talking. It's about people seeing that everyone else is doing the same thing. So how many of you guys struggle to find the time you need to get everything you need done right now, wherever you are in your journey, okay? Thank you for filling the box up. The reality is, and statistics support this, surveys support this, is most people feel time pressure. It is one of the biggest problems with our stress condition in modern society. There's a great book called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. And it breaks this down. It's not a new book. It's old. But it breaks this whole phenomenon down that we all feel time pressured. And we feel time pressured because we have so much to do with the same amount of time we used to have back in the day. And so as students, and this is why I ask this point, because if we can all acknowledge that, we'll call it 90% of us, don't feel like we have enough time to handle our pre-med classes or our preclinical classes and life, the question becomes... How do you expect then 
to transition into the clinical training of medical school where you are expected to be in the hospital caring for patients from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m., yet still studying for shelf exam, step 2CK, and all the other hours. So imagine adding a 10-hour clinical day to your day right now. How the heck would you be able to get your studying done? Think about this, guys. Is that going to be a difficult time for you? Is that going to be hard? Or are you just going to create time to get the studying done? These are the things that I think about on a daily basis. Like, okay, wait, I got this coming up. Am I prepared to handle it? And what happens, again, because I always say no excuses, just dominate. People in the means just bulldoze stuff. No, what it means is, is that whatever the obstacle, whatever the adversity, whatever the issue is, I don't really care because I know that if I take the time to inform myself, to become wise in my options and the possibilities, and then I implement that with ferocity, I can overcome anything. So the question right, that I asked you is, you don't have enough time now, so you're darn sure you're not going to have enough time when you're clinically oriented plus that. So what do you have to do? And Jennifer just said it. You have to develop time management skills. You have to develop study efficiency with effective study skills and study strategies, which is why I'm always yelling at you guys to learn how to study. Because the solution to them taking away step one is just to learn how to study better. Because any of the issues I mentioned yesterday, and I'll run them down briefly right here for you right now so you can understand what I'm talking about. If step one is taken away, medical schools will be tempted to add clinical grades, will be in, will be tempted to implement shelf scoring as a more predominant factor in your clinical rotation grades. They will weight step two CK heavier. All of these things. You will have to do away rotations where your knowledge has to be very strong. How do we do that? You develop a fund of knowledge. How do you develop a fund of knowledge? You study efficiency, efficiently. So if you know how to study, and this is why, again, I said this in yesterday's video, I fear no test, I fear no obstacle, because I know how to study and how to learn. And if you guys learn how to manage your time and how to study and you stop looking for study tips and hacks and BS mnemonics, and what, if you guys get your studying game together, what you will find is that even though it is hard, even though it is a struggle, you will still get the results you want. You will find a new time. You will find the A's. You will find the step two CK score you need. You will find the shelf scores you need. You will find the clinical knowledge you need to do well in your away rotations. But if you don't address the issue of knowing how to study, you're doomed to repeat your current struggles. And the reason I read this email from this student is because she was, right? She's now back to being a pre-med student. And then she goes on her email to explain she went to a Caribbean school because her first MCAT score was 481. And she didn't want to retake the MCAT because it was going to be too hard. So she elected to apply to a Caribbean medical school, which there's nothing wrong with. But she never thought to herself, wait a minute, if I scored 481 on my MCAT, that must mean I'm lacking in a fund of knowledge or study skills, more likely both. So I should probably address that before I go to Caribbean Medical School. 
Instead, she just went to a Caribbean medical school and she got kicked out of said Caribbean medical school. For what? Low test score performance. For many of you guys, when you hear this change, you're all freaked out because you haven't taken the time to learn the factors that influence residency admission outside of step one. You haven't figured out how to study, so you're like, ooh, different tests, what am I gonna do, shelf exams. Again, the reason I laid out all of my credentials at the beginning of yesterday's video was to point out every single step of my medical training life I have dominated. It was not easy. But I dominated because I took the time to make sure that my preparation met my aspirations. And many of you guys want someone to bellyache with you and complain and tell you it's okay that you suck. And I will never tell you that. I will tell you that you have greatness inside you. You have the ability to dominate, but you got to step up to it. And when it comes to getting into residency, now that step one's gone, we have to first learn how to study so that we can be clinically competent to show out on rotations because that's going to be a bigger factor in the process. You have to get your study skills together so you can show out on shelf exams, so you can show out on step two CK. That's the first step. All right, guys, so that was step one, <laughs> the, the pun there. That was step one of overcoming this step one change that you guys have to understand. I think the most crucial skill that anyone can learn in this world, no matter who you are, if you're a student or not, is the ability to be able to study and learn well and to learn quickly. If you haven't developed that skill, I highly encourage you to start working on it and working on it seriously. If you're looking for a great place to start, then check out my website, studenttransformation.com. I have incredible, incredible study courses, including my full study system, the five pillars of studying less and getting rid of grades, the same system I used to dominate in college, to dominate in graduate school, to dominate in medical school, and even to dominate my clinical training of medical school, of my intern year, and of my residency, and I completed my anesthesia residency. So if you guys are looking for help, check that out. I'll put a discount in the box below for you guys in the show notes uh, for this show, but definitely check that out. And if you have questions about your study skills or things you're doing or things you've heard of, please, I have tons and tons and tons of videos on my YouTube channel about studying. Um, and then also you can send me a voicemail if you have a specific question, Go to my website, studenttransformation.com, and send me a voicemail. It comes right to me, guys. I can get right back to you. So I hope you enjoyed this segment. The next segment, we're coming back with the second step, the second thing you need to do to overcome the change to step one, pass, fail. I hope you guys are loving this Dominate Pre-Med show. And how do we close every show, guys? How do we end? No excuses, just dominate. See you guys next time. Today is the day, guys. No more excuses. No more complaining. You're going to take your future in your own hands. You're going to dominate. You're going to be successful. Get to my website, studenttransformation.com. I challenge you. What are you going to do today to make your life better?